listening to a tjsideways.com podcast. Here is your host, TJ Buffenbarger. Hello world. On this edition of the tjsideways.com podcast, it's preview time for the Lucas Oil ASCS National Tour presented by Mav TV's second ever appearance in the state of Michigan and their first appearance ever at the I-96 Speedway this Friday and Saturday night. Jamie Ball will join me early in the program to discuss why a young man that grew up in the shadow of the Knoxville Raceway has decided to hit the road with the American Sprint Car Series. I also had the pleasure to talk with Roger Crockett, a very talented driver originally from the West Coast that has moved to the Midwest not only for his business purposes, but to do more sprint car racing as well. So Jamie Ball and Roger Crockett on this edition of the TJSlideways.com podcast. Before we get into business, though, I'd like to thank sponsors Maxim Chassis and All-Star Performance for their support during the 2019 season. If you're interested in advertising with the podcast, the website, it's all one bundle, uh, great value. Go ahead and click on the website, the contact now page, and we will get in touch with you with all of the information. And without further ado, our first guest of the night, Jamie Ball. The ASCS National Tour, of course, has a host of young stars amongst their uh, traveling group, and uh, one of which is uh, joining us on the line now, Jamie Ball, Knoxville, Iowa resident and ASCS racer, uh, working down the road, going down the road tonight. How are you doing, Jamie? I'm doing good. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Hey, so uh, here's an interesting question for me. So second generation driver, obviously grew up, you know, in Knoxville, probably going to Knoxville Raceway most of the time. Why decide to take on the ASCS National Tour? Oh, we just, have really stepped our program up over the years. You know, we started always just uh, being Knoxville guys and uh, traveling south the Midwest, and things uh, just kind of went went our way, both in business and in my personal life, and everybody that's uh, on our team. And we just wanted to get out and you know, challenge ourselves a little bit, get get on some different tracks, and get experience and learn how to race, and uh, just kind of set ourselves up for an even better career. Is it hard sometimes to be pulling out of the shop maybe on a Thursday or a Friday to drive three or four states away when you know you have that pristine facility practically across the street from the race shop? Oh, it's always hard to leave Knoxville, especially when it's only our, our shop's only two blocks away from the track there. And uh, then with, with how the weather's been this year, it's been even, even more difficult. Like uh, our, our races there in Pennsylvania ended up getting rained out but uh we had to go and uh there was races at knoxville on saturday and they just happened to be some of the best uh, 360 racing we've ever seen so we were definitely disappointed to not be there but uh we're committed to making ourselves better and traveling all over and uh sometimes getting out of getting out of knoxville what what uh that entails that being said when you've gone back to knoxville since you've started this endeavor do you notice the difference that the traveling has made so far oh without a doubt asds they uh they raise raise the race into a whole new level you know basically the world of outlaws of the of the 360 ranks for the most part and just the intensity of everything nobody ever takes a lap off uh, especially with their passing point system every car counts and uh every car just means better chance of starting more forward in that feature so when i come back to knoxville i feel like i got a leg up on a lot of those guys on just uh you know having a little bit better starts and restarts and going forward more often and, and also just the feeling of coming home 
makes it uh, everything just feels good and puts a smile on your face when you know you get a race in Knoxville. That being said, you're going to a different track this weekend. ASCS has only been up in the state once, and they've never been to I-96. So how do you approach a racetrack you have never seen before? Because you've been doing this uh, uh, frequently. You've seen a lot of places you've probably never seen before over the past couple of years. Yeah, last year I think I saw 27 new racetracks out of the 42 race schedule with ASCS. So we got pretty good at uh, going to places that we've never been, I guess, but um, I've never been to I-96 other than I did come up there with my dad, Larry Ball Jr., when he ran, ran uh, the Knoxville with Soda Speed Week type stuff up there. So I've seen the place, but uh, short of that, I don't don't really know much about it. Uh, we were just talking here on the way home that I'm going to have to check it out and watch some YouTube videos. I had a friend share uh, the race from over the weekend that uh, I need to check out on Facebook. But other than that, uh, we feel pretty prepared that we can go into anywhere and, and be pretty decent. We got a pretty good base with our with our team and with our crew chief Rob Hart. He's he's been everywhere and seen it all, so we we're pretty confident going in. What is the five year plan for you? Ideally, you're doing the ASCS National Tour now, but where would you like to see yourself in five years? Oh, I want to be very competitive in a 410 sprint car, whether that be in Knoxville on a weekly basis or just throughout the Midwest. Um, I don't have big aspirations to go World of Outlaws or All-Stars or nothing like that. Um, I'm getting up there in age a little bit for for what, uh, compared to all these young kids out here, I'm going to be 29 years old next week. And uh, I'm just really enjoying traveling and going different places. And you know, my goal, no matter whether it be a 360 or a 410s, just to eventually be a, a threat to win at every track we go to. This is an area that has a lot of really knowledgeable sprint car fans, and they get to see the All-Stars, the Outlaws, USAC, a lot of touring series. ASCS, though, not a series that we get exposed to a lot other than maybe watching on MAV-TV or if we make a trip out you know, out west. What can our fans expect to see uh, competition-wise when the National Tour ro- rolls in Friday and Saturday? Oh, a, a great level of competition. Everybody's got really, really good cars everybody's really prepared and a lot of these guys with the national tour are more short track specialists and uh they they know how to let it all hang out and uh, like i said with the passing point system nobody's out there uh, just cruising by trying to you know lock into a top six to the feature or nothing every every point counts every car matters and uh, when ascs come in they they come in and they put on a show and really other than when we go to pennsylvania they always seem to kind of be the the cream that rises to the top I hate to bring this up, but I think it's a good perseverance story to discuss. Your Knoxville Nationals last year, I I felt bad for you, to be honest. I mean, it was it was rough. I mean, you had a very rough Nationals. When you have a situation like that where you've crashed a couple times, you've just had probably a brutal week like that, mentally, how do you bounce back from that? How do you deal with that when you know you have to go back on the road right again probably the week after or a week or two after you had that situation? Oh, Knoxville Nationals 2018 was very tough, probably the toughest week short of when I got uh, hurt and lighted there in 2012 uh, that I've had in quite a while uh, we had good cars, you know, we put it into our fifth consecutive 360 Nationals A-Main on Saturday night and was running right there in the top 10 and uh, another veteran driver got into us and uh, took us out and that one hurt pretty bad. It was probably one of the most painful ones in my career. It took me a while to get out and couldn't 
really see things very well and couldn't breathe very well for a while. And anyway, put one all back together and did our White Lightning McQueen car again for 410 Nationals just to get a uh, monster truck there running 13th or 14th in the feature there. Um, and that would have been my first 410 Nationals. So it was, it was definitely a rough go, but uh, we pretty much got no choice but to, to get back in and strap in and go again. And we were able to uh, go up to Webster City and uh, in Iowa here and uh, get a first national tour event of the year last year, just a week after that. So and that's why I wanted sometimes to... things just work out as long as you keep on striving to do better. And that's why I wanted to bring that up because of the bounce back, not so much about what happened, but being able to bounce back like that mentally and stuff. If you were talking to a young racer, what would you advise them in that situation to make sure that they didn't stay down too long? Well, I've personally been struggling with that a little bit myself, just on, uh, confidence both in yourself as a driver and you know in the car and your equipment and just your experience and everything last year was was pretty difficult on me just uh like I said all the new tracks and the competition and you know going away from home and just uh living a little bit of a road life a little different than we were used to so it it gets pretty hard but uh you know I've, I've got a big good group of people around me that keep me up and keep keep uh you know keep me keep me I'd say the biggest advice I could give to anybody was just surround yourself with the right people that want to see you succeed as bad as you want to succeed. What's harder for a young traveling racer, learning the logistics or the actual learning the racing and the racetrack? Uh, a little of both. I guess it probably depends more on what you're used to at home. You know, if you got a wife and kids or pets back home, you know, if you have anything you can miss, it, that definitely puts a whole different kink into things on just being on the road but uh i'd say probably the most difficult thing is just just the mindset of going to all the new tracks with, that you're not used to you know being kind of the new guy and not knowing what to expect somewhat definitely uh, can wear on you so with the weather and everything else that's played into kind of a rough start for the entire sprint car world uh, it seems like this spring so far what would what would be considered a successful weekend for jamie ball rolling out of i-96 on saturday night i think we're definitely capable of competing for wins but i'd say if we could come in you know to a new track and you know, we haven't been able to get really a rhythm yet or racing because we've rained out so much that uh you know, if i could roll in and get two top fives or you know even a little bit better than that i think we'd, we'd leave pretty happy there we uh we know that we have the capability and the potential to, to do good and to win the races you just gotta line yourself up and put yourself in a good spot to do so and plus you've got the advantage that pretty much you know a majority of the field has never been here before so i mean you are going to have kind of a level playing field other than the locals so that's got to feel good as well yeah, we're we're looking forward to it, and uh, we're looking forward to get a come race with uh, you know, some of the good guys like Dustin Daggett up there. So it should be should be a good weekend. All right, Jamie. Well, I'm sure uh, if race fans want to help you out and stuff, got shirts this weekend, all of that stuff uh, packed up as well. They'll help out the traveling guys a little bit. Yes, sir. We've uh, we did three editions last year of t-shirts, and we still got a bunch of those around. So we're doing a ten dollar each t-shirt sale. So we have everything from uh, some kid sizes and 4T and youth small. Um, all the way from small up to four X, so we'll have we'll have all kinds of apparel. And remember, fans, these guys just got rained out going all the way to Pennsylvania for a weekend, so a shirt or two might help out a little bit. It used to pain. Well, Jamie, appreciate you joining us on the road tonight. Safe travels, and we look forward to seeing you Friday and Saturday. All right, we'll be there. Thanks for having me. Thank you.
racing is a sport that can take you to a variety of places, and it can even influence, uh, for some people, where you even live. That would be fitting of Roger Crockett, who just got done last year moving his family and his business from the Pacific Northwest to Oklahoma to grow not only that business, but also his racing schedule. Roger took time out of his busy day to join us to preview the upcoming races at I-96 and his transition to moving to the Midwest. Here is Roger Crockett. The American Sprint Car Series National Tour is going to make their debut at I-96 Speedway this weekend. Only the second appearance ever for the tour. And we are lucky enough to have their point leader, who is a very busy man. Uh, works in the sprint car industry and the apparel side of things, and also as a racer himself, Mr. Roger Crockett, joining us on the line. Roger, thank you for taking time out of your busy day to share a moment with us. You bet. Glad to be on. And as always, we'd like to let the listeners tune in to listen to your show. Oh, thank you. Now, let's talk a little bit because you are formerly of the Northwest. Most of the people are going to probably know you as a Oregon, Washington kind of guy. And you are now a resident of Broken Arrow, Oklahoma, the way I understand it. What prompted that move? Yeah, we just, you know, I grew up in California and then moved to the Northwest and, and spent a lot of years there, you know, doing a lot of racing and, and traveling and whatnot. But Ultimately, with where our business headed, we shipped a lot of stuff to the Midwest, and um, and racing in that area is just getting thinner and thinner. You're lucky to run 20 shows a year, and I know for me to be at my best, I need to be running 40-plus shows a year, and in the last, I think, three years combined, I've run, I think, less than 60 races, and it's just not enough if you're going to be at the top of your game. So we had a lot of reasons. You know, those are the, the biggest two, among others. And uh, so you had all kinds of options. I mean, you pretty much had a blank slate at this point. You could have moved to Indianapolis. You could have moved to Ohio. You could have moved basically anywhere. Why Oklahoma? Um, you know, it's funny you mentioned those two. Those were the next two on our list as well as Texas. And I think it just comes down to being central. Um, the Chili Bowl is such a big event that, you know, nearly every customer we have in the racing world is there for that week. So it's kind of cool for them to swing by and see our place and, and, you know, get orders even throughout the week. If people, you know, run out of hats or whatever we're working on, we can generally get some more to them and let them sell some more merchandise. So it's all logistically worked out pretty well for Roger Crockett to be an Oklahoma resident. That opened a whole new racing world up to you as well. You were kind of limited to maybe like Skagit or maybe whatever the iteration of the Northwest 360 Touring Series would be. So you had kind of your pick. You kind of do different things. Why was the ASCS National Tour a good fit for you? You know, first off, it just comes down to, um, you know, I think it's a good series for our location. We can be back home uh, majority of the time other than the West Coast swing. We can be back home and back to work. You know, first thing Monday morning, we're back to work, and, and we can leave after work Thursday on most of the shows. And even if we have to do, you know, an all-night drive home occasionally, it's not the end of the world to get back to, you know, a pretty good focus of why we can do what we do. And, um, you know, 360 racings, it's a good location for doing that. We just aren't really quite a point to be able to afford to do 410 racing, so that's what we, we chose that location for. Another option or another avenue of why you're in oklahoma so uh with that what's probably the one thing you miss the most about living in the northwest and what's the one thing you miss the least about living up there um i would say probably the most thing we would miss would be we enjoyed going hiking it was really close to home 
you know, as far as, you know, things to eat and things to do and, and all that, it doesn't really make a big difference. I don't feel to hear. Um, that's probably one of the bigger things. It was nice having that opportunity to go do that 15 minutes from the house. Um, you know, obviously family is a big thing too with, with that as far as, you know, personal things. Um, and that's definitely the thing that we would miss the most. Well, the, other than Mother Nature, you've been the guy this year in the ASCS National Tour. You're leading the point standings right now, coming off a second-place finish at the U.S. 36 Raceway. Uh, how do you feel things have gone to this point? Because it seems like it's kind of crescendoed a bit. You started off with uh, maybe some further back-in-the-pack finishes and then have recently, most recently ended with that second-place run. Yeah, you know, we just it's so early in the season. We've only run a couple races. Um, we've only really got to race. Uh, I think three, three or four complete events. It's so early in the season, but we're happy with where things are compared to where we were last year. We started the year off with a win last year, but ultimately it was a fluke with, with what our um, success was for the rest of the season and just preparation with moving and everything. We took on far too much for being settled and everything. And, um, we've made quite a few changes really since we've been here with now we have run JR1 cars and um, we've switched to rider racing engines and, um, also mixing up our shock program a little bit between not only advanced, but also momentum and, um, all the things that we've, you know, made changes to have kind of come finally around to, to starting to help us build some speed. I feel like, and we're really looking forward to the rest of the season. How depressing is it to take on a trip knowing you've signed up for a series and you're heading to Pennsylvania, which is quite a haul for you guys in, in the weather just looks terrible and you guys just, as a racer, how do you keep yourself from getting too beat up by trips of impacted like what or by Mother Nature like that? Um, that's a great question. I don't know if I'm over that still. <laughs> um, it's horrible financially. We don't, you know, we don't have a, a ton of help. We're really happy to have Route 66 on board and, um, you know, with the Chevy Nissan dealerships here in Tulsa and, and give us the opportunity to try and do this whole national tour. But ultimately, you know, we don't have a fuel card and it's just us you know, our business trying to pay for a lot of what we do. And, you know, $1,500 in diesel is a huge hurt for our team to, to not have anything really coming back in. We got a little bit of tow money, but, um, you know, everybody's in the same boat. It's not just us, obviously. Everybody drove out there and, and unfortunately weren't able to, to create any winnings off of it. We had a great starting spot, so we were obviously looking forward to get to run that feature. But at the end of the day, it's just part of, of running a series. You know, you're going to have ups and downs throughout it and, um, you got to take the, the bad with the good. You will be going to a new racetrack, at least for you, uh, going to I-96. Only the second appearance for ASCS here in Michigan, first ever at I-96. What is your approach to going to a new facility? I just do as much research as I can. You know, I, I look up the, all the 360 events that have been run there and, and look at the guys that are going to be fast and going to be, you know, in the hunt there. And, um, you know, it's really all you can do is just do a little bit of research and, you know, maybe if there's a couple of people we can reach out to to get a little bit of information from, that's helpful as well. Um, but, you know, with primarily being the context I have being 410 racers, there's not a lot that carries over to that. Roger Crockett joining us on the line, getting ready to hopefully maintain his ASCS point lead coming into the two-day show in Michigan, which with the two-day program, it appears you guys do lock in uh, potential finishers on Friday night into the Saturday night program. How important is that to get locked into Saturday's program? I feel it's extremely important. You know, it's less wear and tear on, on your parts and everything. And, 
knowing you're going to start in the top two rows the second day is a, a huge help. And, you know, generally if you're in that lock-in position after the first night, you probably started near the front there too, which means you had a really good weekend and, and things went your way. So it's all, all part of that, that format. You know, things can be really tough on you. Sometimes they're a lot easier than others. But that lock-in thing, I feel it's very rewarding, you know, if you can get yourself in that position. For a majority of our audience in the region, they've never actually maybe been to an ASCS show or maybe just the one we had at Hartford. What would you most compare it to in the sprint car world competition-wise? Um, you know, that's that's hard because, um, you know, really the next event you're in, whether it's a heat race, a dash, a B main, or an A main, you know, that's the, the toughest event for you because that's the one that's next. So, um, you know, it's hard to really compare because there's no real easy – easy thing in our sport anymore it's so competitive there's so many great racers and great um you know parts and motors and everybody's got access to the same stuff nowadays so it's hard to really compare it to a whole lot you know 360 racing you know on a wet track's probably tougher than a 410 race but as the track gets wider you know there's nothing tougher than 410 racing so it's just kind of a variable thing i feel like what does your season look like outside of the ASCS National Tour? Uh, besides those events, what do you plan on doing this year? Really, the the National Tour is going to take up all of our time starting on this weekend. Really, we're pretty much occupied with that nearly every single week through um, through the end of July for the most part. So it doesn't leave a lot of other time to do things. Um, we're hoping to maybe run a few 410 shows before the month of August, but kind of have to see how things play out in weather can obviously change quite a few things and it's been an unreal year for for you know i think every series across the the nation it's crazy yeah hopefully so so far the weather looks good up here hopefully it uh continues to do so as we're recording this on tuesday so hopefully uh by friday and saturday it still looks pretty good so roger if someone wants to order shirts hats whatever from you or get any information on your race team where can they find it RocketDesignsLLC.com. All right. Well, that's got, easy uh, You know, a lot of our samples and stuff on there and, and try to keep it up to date as, as we can. Well, Roger, I'm really excited about you getting to hang out in my backyard this weekend. You know, normally we meet in the middle of Iowa or something, and I haven't made it over to your part of the, the country, but it'll be nice to have all of you up here for a nice weekend of racing. Yeah, we're really looking forward to it and uh, always look forward to, you know, having a few words with you and, Let's just hope Mother Nature plays nice this weekend and we get it in. I think we could go across the country and say that. Thank you, Roger. Really appreciate it. (laughs) Exactly. Thank you. Once again, thank you to Jamie Ball and Roger Crockett for joining me on this edition of the TJSideways.com podcast. Please subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, the Google Play Store, and also on Podbean. We're going to try to have these a little more frequently, usually around Wednesday, looking forward to the weekend ahead. So that's the goal for the remainder of the season. And I think I'm safe for speaking for the entire sprint car community up here in Michigan that we're really looking forward to hosting the Lucas Oil ASDS National Tour presented by MAP TV and having them take on the regulars from the Great Lakes Super Sprints. It should make for a great weekend of racing. So I look forward to seeing everyone out at I-96 Speedway. So thank you for listening, and I look forward to seeing you out at the racetrack. Thank you for listening to the TJ Slideways Podcast.